Hello friends and welcome back to His Beautiful Mess. If you have the opportunity, check us out on our YouTube channel because we now have a visual to go along with the audio podcast that we have been doing. Something we're really excited about and being able to bring this to you in a different way just makes us, it's a more personal way. Today, I'm just going to be completely raw with you guys. It's been a long, hard time to get to sit down and meet with you. This year, I've reached nothing but opposition, whichever way I've turned. But more specifically, as soon as I decided to do a video podcast and started getting things together for that to happen, I was attacked in a way that I haven't been attacked in a long, long time. It started in May, and I had gone to pick up my daughter from college and ended up getting a tick bite. Not a big deal, except for whatever reason, nothing we did, we could not get this tick to release. So we had to go to the doctor. Nothing more embarrassing for myself than going to the doctor saying, hey, I can't get this tick off. Can you get it off of me? So I get to the doctor's appointment, which I called on a Friday. Couldn't get in until the following Monday. When I got in, I got there. They took me right back. They go to remove the tick, and it's gone. It, it released on its own. So there was nothing that they could do. But because it was a tick and because I accrued it in an area that has deer and everything, we needed to do a Lyme test just to make sure nothing was going on in my body. So we did that. On my birthday, I went for my blood test. It was so wonderful. Great day, way to celebrate. We get those results back and it's negative. So that's a blessing. We're like, yes. But come to find out, I have anemia. That's not really anything that I'm surprised about. Everyone seems to battle with anemia once you're after a certain age and especially females. So it's a very common problem to have. I had actually been diagnosed years before, so it wasn't anything new to me. The difference was I was now at a critically low point. So when they got my blood work back, they said, we have to do something. Well, I had already tried taking iron supplements. I had taken liquid iron. I had taken slow release iron. I had taken regular iron. They wanted to put me on prescription iron. They put me on prescription iron. I had nothing but side effects. My body was just rejecting it, and actually it was causing all these side effects that were just miserable and horrible. So after seven days, the doctor tells me, we've got to get you off of that, but we've got to do something because your levels are down too low. So we resorted to iron with vitamin C because supposedly the two together help each other. Didn't work with that either, and I was going down quickly. And the problem was, because I was so low, I was just a few points away from needing a blood transfusion. So it was like time is of the essence, we gotta get you in, we gotta get this working. I was having multiple issues with my breathing, in the heat especially, my vision. There were other nausea issues, like <clears throat> my body just couldn't do what it needed to do because there wasn't enough blood to circulate throughout to all the organs and everything it needed to do. So we finally get me in to the or the infusion place, excuse me, for iron infusions. This is like the last resort before you go to something more extreme like blood transfusions. And we call and we call and we're trying to coordinate schedules and two more weeks go by and we still haven't gotten myself in. Finally, I call him and I say, listen, I'm doing really bad. I'm kind of afraid at this point because I can't seem to wake up. I can't seem to get out of bed. I am nauseous. There's just so many different things that are happening. We get things situated and I get in there for the first transfusion infusion and it was fine but I didn't like see immediate results instead I felt more side effects which was disappointing but my vision started to improve 
I wasn't seeing these white lights everywhere when I was looking. So that was better. I actually could start to breathe a little easier. That was better. So there were some improvements. So even with the side effects, I kept thinking, it's okay, it's okay, it's gonna get better. Because at the end of the day, God tells me he's gonna heal me. So it's gonna get better. I know that he picks and chooses what he's gonna do, but this is anemia. This is something many people battle with. So why wouldn't I get better? I have to do three rounds of these infusions and then they have to do another a thing of anemia panel to make sure things are okay. At my second round, I met this person and I had planned to just put in my headphones, kick back. I was totally by myself. No one had went with me. So I was just going to detox and just be in my own little place because I just couldn't focus. That was the other problem. I can't focus sometimes enough to, to make words out or full sentences or say what I mean or want to say. It's just kind of crazy. And instead of me popping in my earbuds and going in my own little world, I strike up this conversation with the person there with me. And we began talking and regular talking at first. And then it goes into more talking about our personal lives. And then we talk even more about that. And then before I know it, we're in the middle of this deep fellowship. And it was such a blessing to me because I was feeling so useless. I was at a point that nothing I did helped. Everything I did was wrong. Everything I did just felt defeated because I couldn't even get up and be present with my family while my child's here on her summer vacation before she goes back to college. Like, I could not be present. And talking with this woman, and she and I were sharing different things in the stages of life that we were in and how we were trying to get God incorporated into our life and our families, something happened and shifted. Instead of it just being a conversation, it became a divine appointment. There was a time when she said, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. I don't tell people this normally. And every time that happens, I know it's a divine appointment because none of, neither one of us have expectations. Instead, it's God directing the whole thing. At the end of that, she said, man, we got to make sure you get better because you got to get out there. You've got to talk to people. So this is me talking to you. There's going to be some days that I don't look right. There's going to be some days that are harder than others. I'm still in the middle of this battle and I don't even know where it's going to take me. But I know no matter how much the enemy comes against me, trying to keep me down, trying to keep me quiet, trying to keep me from doing what God has put on my heart so intentionally, that God's going to turn around and make a way where I can't see the way. He's going to turn around and make me better. And this video today is really just me talking to you about my own personal struggle, but I'm sure someone listening to this video is, is struggling just the same, one way or another. You are struggling with a sickness, you're struggling with financial issues, you're struggling in your marriage, in your family situation and dynamics. We live in a world full of struggles. The biggest thing is that we need to know is that there's hope on the other side of them and we're not alone. In my own physical struggle, I had to lean on two verses. And one of them is found in Psalm. It's 40, chapter 41, verse 3. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them to health. Now, I was looking at this a little deeper because it can be an illness, right? Sick, we think of illness, not a big deal. 
But in my study Bible at the bottom, it says this illness might be physical or spiritual. See, as soon as we think of illness or sickness, we immediately think it has to do with our health. But sometimes it's our spiritual health. Sometimes it's a spiritual gut check that we need. Sometimes we're sick because we're so far from God that we don't know where we need to turn. That we are so sick that we can't even open up our Bible without crying because it's just too hard. And let me tell you, when it's too hard to be close to God, that's the best place you need to be is with Him. You need to open up that Bible. You need to make those steps to make that change, to get close to Him because the enemy wants you to do the opposite. The other verse that brought me some hope is found in Proverbs, and it is chapter 18, verse 14. It says, The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? Now for me, that one spoke to me in volumes, because when I'm thinking about being spiritually sick or a crushed spirit, that means I'm not leaning on God the way I need to. That means that my hope is in what the doctors can do or what we will do as a family or that it's in something else other than God. I need to make sure that my spirit doesn't get crushed because of my circumstances. My circumstances will constantly be changing. My circumstances will always be different. My God is the same. He's steadfast. He's never changing. He's never failing. He never leaves me. I may walk away from him. He doesn't walk away from me. But in this, chapter 18, verse 14, it says, A spiritual or emotional problem, meaning a crushed spirit, can be more trying than a physical one, a sick body. Why would that be? We have all these different people here that, that can help us, these doctors for all these specialists. Lordy be, there's so many specialists. They can heal our sick body. So why would a spiritual or emotional problem be more trying than a physical one? You want to know the answer? My answer that came to me is the only one that can help that is God. A spiritual or an emotional problem, a crushed spirit can only be mended by the ultimate healer, which means we have to turn to God. And if we're not turning to God, we're turning to the ways of the world. So it can be more of a problem because we get in our own way. We get in the way of God being able to do what he needs to do because it's easier to look on our people around us, the world that we have around us, the circumstances, the people that are talking to us, giving their opinions and telling us what to do. We don't focus on what God's telling us to do. So our broken or our crushed spirit can be so much more devastating because the only one to handle that is God and he's usually the one we walk away from the first time before anything else happens. We do that first. We walk away from him instead of leaning and pressing into him, allowing us to hold us in our brokenness. And I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that this sickness that I have in my body also was a physical and emotional one. I'd be lying. It was. It was trying. And I was like, God, why am I having to endure another thing? I've went through so many things in my life. Why do I have to endure one more thing? And his answer was just, I'm here. Regardless of what the world gives you, regardless of the situations you walk through, don't look on those things. Look to me. I'm 
not going anywhere. I'm going to help you through it. So that's my prayer for you today, friends. Wherever you're at, allow God to meet with you, to walk you through it. If you're dealing with an emotional or crushed spirit, if you're, you're physically just ailing, whatever the situation that you are in, press into God so he can press into you. Lean into him. Allow him just to hold you the way an earthly father would. Come here and just let you cry on his chest. Because after that happens, that's when you get to see the beautifulness that God can do. Where he takes that broken spirit and he makes it into something you can never even imagine. Something more beautiful and wonderful and intricately made. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for today. I thank you for this conversation with my friends. I just pray that you will meet whoever it is that needs you today, one-on-one, face-to-face. Hold them tightly. If they need comfort, give them comfort. If they need strength, give them strength. Whatever it is that they're enduring, Lord, I just ask that you walk side-by-side with them to help them navigate through the craziness. And Lord, I just want to thank you for this moment. It has taken two months for me to be able to sit down and meet with my friends because I was so invested in my own situation, my own circumstance, that I didn't even think about just going and doing. I had so many people that had to speak life into me. So I pray for those on this other end who need to have that life spoken into them, that you will do the same thing. Gather them around people that will just speak life into them, that will speak your promises and your truth and help them navigate through the craziness that they're in the middle of. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done and all you've yet to do. And it's in your mighty and precious name that we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, until we meet again, just know that you are being thought of and that you are being prayed for. I hope you all have a blessed day. See you next time.